Hello and welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and today we are going to be talking about what to expect to happen within the first 10 picks of the 2022 NFL Draft. The draft is officially two days away. I'm super excited. I've been doing a lot of work for the draft. I just recently released a NFL draft guide on my website at thewiresports.com. If you want to go check that out, you can. Um, I did this same episode um, last year, about last year's draft, going through what I expected to happen with the top 10 picks. I'm doing that same thing again this year. Um, I'm really excited to do this, so let's go ahead and hop into it. Starting off with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have the number one overall pick. Um, For a long time, the consensus opinion was that the Jaguars were going to take uh, Michigan edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson, and he was the betting favorite for a very long time. But that is no longer the case, as the betting favorite is now Trayvon Walker, edge rusher out of Georgia. And I think that the Jaguars are going to take Walker. I know that people are saying they're also considering taking Inka Mukwanu in the offensive tackle out of NC State. It seems like the pick will either be Walker or Aquanu. I think they're going to go with Walker. Their GM seems to be a big fan of his. And I think the front office will win out in the end. So I think that Trayvon Walker will be the pick. Do I think that's the best pick? Absolutely not. I've made my opinion uh, on Trayvon, or made my opinion of Trayvon Walker very clear on Twitter. Um, Trayvon Walker is an athletic freak. I mean, his measurables are off the charts. His performance in the NFL Combine was absolutely insane. Like, he's got incredible bursts. His speed is insane. Um, his athletic metrics are crazy. They're off the charts. Um, his length is insane. He has 35 and a half inch arms. That is unreal. Just watch him move at the combine, and, and you'll be impressed. He's an insane athlete. He's a very good run defender. He's got versatility. He can play inside and on the edge. I just do not think he is very good as a pass rusher. Um, I mean, if you want to go watch his highlights, you'll come away not impressed um, with his pass rushing highlights. They're just not that good. A lot of them are cleanup sacks. Um, I know his production was not very good this year. His PFF grades were, were not good at all, really. Um, I just think that he is far from being a polished pass rusher. Sure, he can come in and be a, a very good run defender, but that kind of player is not worth the number one overall pick, in my opinion. When you're ta- when you're picking with the number one overall pick, you want a guy who is gar- who, who you know there are no guarantees in the draft. You want a guy who has a very good chance at being a very good player, and I think you want to target players who are young, athletic, and productive. Those are the kind of guys that you want to target with the number one overall pick. Guys like Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal, those are the guys I would be targeting with the first overall pick, not Trayvon Walker. That's just my opinion, my evaluation of these guys. Um, but yeah, I think I think Trayvon Walker is going to be the pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't believe it because just a few months ago, Trayvon Walker was projected to go in the back end, in the back end of the first round at best, um, and now he he's probably going to be. The first overall pick. It's unreal. I can't believe what has happened here. Um, his rise up of the draft boards has been insane. It's been, it's just been crazy to see. 
Now at number two in this situation, I think the Detroit Lions are gonna are, are, are gonna run this pick to the podium. No questions asked. They're gonna take Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Um, Hutchinson is an excellent football player. He's young. He's super athletic. He's productive. He had an early breakout. Um, his PFF grades are great. His production is great. His film's really good. He's just overall an awesome player. I don't buy into this notion that he is somehow um, a, a player who has a high floor but not a high ceiling. I don't think that's true. I think he has a high ceiling as well. He's just a really good football player. I like Hutchinson a lot. And I think this would be a very smart pick. Um, I actually like Kayvon Thibodeau a little bit better than Hutchinson. And that's nothing against Hutchinson. I love Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's an awesome player. But Thibodeau, he just has a, a, a higher ceiling than, than Hutchinson does, in my opinion. His burst is better. His bend is better. Um, I think his tape was more dominant. And he doesn't even know what he's doing right now. He doesn't have a go-to pass rush move. Um, and he's not as um, disciplined as a run defender. But his film was so dominant. And, and I think his physical tools are off the charts. Um, I, I mean, I think he, he's an extremely good football player right now. And he doesn't, and he's, his film isn't even that clean. Um, I, I mean, there's a, he's got a long way to go before he is as polished as in Hutchinson. But I came away more impressed with Thibodeau's film than Hutchinson's because of the ceiling that I think he has. His physical tools are elite. Um, I think that Hutchinson and, and Thibodeau are in their own tier uh, among these edge rushers. Um, they're both really good. If you say that Hutchinson's better than Thibodeau, I wouldn't even really disagree. They're both excellent football players who are worthy of going in the top three picks. They're both worthy of the, of the number one overall pick, in my opinion. But yeah, Hutchinson is the pick for the Lions at number two. That's what I expect them to do. Then we get to number three with the Houston Texans. And after the first two picks, I really don't know what to expect. I think the Texans can go in a lot of different directions. I think they can go with Evan Neal. I think they can go with Inka Maquanu. I think they can go with Sauce Gardner. Um, Kyle Hamilton could technically go here. But I, I think that teams are going to be lower on him uh, than the media is. I think that Hamilton is going to fall in the draft. Um, sorry, I had to get a drink here. I think they could also potentially shock everyone and go Derek Stingley. I think that is a possibility. I'm thinking, who else can they go with? Maybe Charles Cross. Maybe. But I think the pick will most likely be between Evan Neal, Inka McQuanu, and Sauce Gardner. That's who I think the pick will be between. I've heard they really like Sauce Gardner. I've heard that they're big fans of his, so I think that, um, I'm going to say right now, I think they're going to go with Ahmad Sauce Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati, who's a very good football player. He's got excellent size. He's a tremendous athlete, very good in press coverage. He's a stud. I really like him. I'm a big fan of his, and I think I think three is a little bit rich um, for him, um, in my opinion, but I think he would be he he would still be a solid pick just because he's a good football player. Like I said earlier, at the top of the draft, you want to target young guys who are athletic and productive, and Ahmad Gardner fits that bill 
Um, I think he would be a solid pick for the Texans at number three if that's who they decide to go with. Now, at number four, the Jets, I think they're going to go with an offensive lineman. And I think that they're going to have Evan Neal available. Um, Ika McQuanu may not be available, but I think Evan Neal will be available for them. And I think that would be an excellent pick. I think they would like to go with Evan Neal. Um, if Ika McQuanu is available, I think they could go with him as well. Maybe even Ahmad Gardner, if he's somehow available. Um, I really think that they're going to take... Um, a guy that the Texans don't take. Um, one of the two guys the Texans don't take, I think is going to the Jets at number four. Um, and I, I expect that to be either Evan Neal, Inka McQuino, or Mike Gardner. Uh, in this situation, I'm going to have them going with um, Evan Neal. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to have them go with Inka McQuino. The NFL seems to be higher on McQuino than Neal. So I think the Jets will go Inka McQuino. I like Inka McQuino. I don't like him as much as Evan Neal. I think Evan Neal is just an excellent prospect. He's super versatile. He can, he can, um, block. He's a good run blocker and good pass protector. He's athletic. He's got great size. His production in college was great. He's just a really good football player. Um, he's the biggest tackle in the class, um, but also has excellent mobility and athleticism. Has some things to clean up as a as a blocker on the move. But his his tape as a pass blocker is just is really really good. Um, but Ika McQuino, I think, is going to go to the Jets at number four. He's a, a an excellent run blocker, an elite run blocker. His power is insane, and his ability to block on the move is special. I think there's a chance that he could be a guard at the next level because his tape at left tackle isn't that great. And because I, I have questions about him playing left tackle at the next level, I wouldn't consider him with the number one overall pick if I'm the Jaguars. Um, but I think that he's got a high floor um, at the next level because I think if he plays guard in the NFL, he'll be a freaking awesome guard. Um, but I think he has a high ceiling as a left tackle. He just has some things to clean up there in terms of his technique. But I think he'd be a, a very solid pick for the Jets. At number five, I think the Giants are going to go left tackle, and that's either Evan Neal or Charles Cross. I really think the Giants are going to go Charles Cross. I hear that they like Cross a lot. They seem to be a big fan of his. So I think they're going to go with him at pick number five. Would I take Cross over Evan Neal? Absolutely not. But I do like Charles Cross. Um, he's a good athlete. He's young. He's a fantastic pass blocker. I do have questions about his feet. His foot speed is not that great, in my opinion. Um, it's not as good as I would like for a, for a left tackle. I have questions about him as a run blocker since he played in an air raid offense in college. I do think he's, he's really good. Um, I wouldn't take him over at Benil, but I think the Giants like Cross a lot. And I think he'll be the pick for them at number five. At number six... I don't know what the Panthers are going to do. For the longest time, I thought they were going to go with Kenny Pickett. I thought they were guaranteed to pick Kenny Pickett. Um, but now I'm not so sure. I could easily see them going with an offensive tackle. And in this situation, that's either and that's Evan Neal. Um, so I think they're going to go with Evan Neal. If he, either Evan Neal or Kenny Pickett. Um, it just depends on, on where they're at. And what position they want. Um, 
man, in this mock draft I'm looking at right now, it has them taking a, a left tackle. I'm going to go with Evan Neal for them. I think that would be an excellent pick. That's good value. They don't necessarily need a quarterback. I mean, they really do need a quarterback, but none of the quarterbacks in this draft are worth taking here. And I don't think they would be a great fit for them. Um, so, yeah, um, definitely not Kenny Pickett. I'm not a big fan of Kenny Pickett. I would not pick him here whatsoever. Um, Malik Willis, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really consider from the Panthers. There's only one team I would consider, um, in, in take, I would consider if I, uh, taking Malik Willis, um, and we'll, and we'll get, we'll get to that later. Um, so for the Panthers, I think they should take Evan Neal, and I think they will take Evan Neal if he's available on draft night. That'd be a great pick for them. I've already talked about why I like Evan Neal, and, and they need a left tackle, and I think he would be a great pick in Carolina. At number seven, we have the Giants picking again. I think earlier I said, um, what did I say that they would take? Okay, I said the Giants would take Charles Cross. They already got a left tackle, and here, man... Um, Sauce Gardner is still on the board because I had the Jets taking Inka Mukwanu. Um, no, Sauce Gardner isn't on the board because I already had him going to the Texans. Mmm. You have a bunch of receivers. You have Derek Stingley. You have a pass rusher. You know what? I think, I think they're going to go with Kayvon Thibodeau. Um... I like that for them, I, and I think that makes the most sense. They're a team that's going to go with an edge rusher, I think, at some point. Um, and Kayvon Thibodeau is the best is like one of the best edge rushers in the class. He is easily the best edge rusher available here in this situation, at least in my opinion. I think he's awesome. He would be a great fit uh, for the Giants. And look at that, the Giants get Charles Cross and Kayvon Thibodeau. That's a pretty good combo of picks here in the top ten. I like that a lot for them. It gives them a, a, a very good offensive lineman and a franchise edge rusher who can be one of the best edge rushers in the NFL in a few years. I really like that for them. Moving on to number eight with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think that they're going to end up going with receiver here. They could go with a defensive lineman, maybe an edge rusher like Jermaine Johnson. They could go with a cornerback in Derek Stingley. I know they already have A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward, but I think they could go with Derek Stingley. They could even go with Kyle Hamilton, but their receiving core is so bad, and I've heard that they really like wide receiver Drake London out of USC. I think they're going to go with Drake London at number eight. Um, as a Falcons fan myself, I wouldn't hate this pick. I really don't hate us going with wide receiver because our receiving core is so bad. And there are a couple of guys who I think are worth picking here. And that would be Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and Jamison Williams. My preference would be Jamison Williams. Um, I would like Garrett Wilson too. I wouldn't pick Drake London because... I think that there's a chance that Drake London will be like this big slot receiver in the NFL. And I think that kind of, there's some overlap here with him and Kyle Pitts. If the Falcons draft him, um, I just, I'm not so sure about the fit here. Is it the best fit? I'm not so sure. I think uh, Wilson and Williams would be better fits here. I'm a huge fan of Jameson Williams personally. He's my wide receiver one. Um, so I would like him, but I would be fine with Wilson. And I really would be fine with London. I think that he and Pitts 
would give the smaller quarterbacks in the NFL fits. I'm very intrigued by that combination, um, but I just feel like the fit would be better with Wilson or Williams, just pairing them up with Kyle Pitts. I think they are better fits next to him, personally, um, but I think the, the Falcons are going to go with Drake London, and I think that is a, a very solid pick. I do have questions about London playing on the outside and being able to separate Neat down the field. He is great in contested, uh, in contested, wow, in contested situations, um, but I, I think with his play style, a lot of receivers with his play style end up being bust in the NFL. I think he's a little bit too reliant on 50-50 balls deep down the field as an X receiver. That worries me a little bit, but I think he is an excellent route runner for a guy his size, and I think he could be a dominant slot receiver at the next level. Think Michael Thomas here. That's the guy I think he could be at if he hits his ceiling. I like London. Just don't love him as an X receiver, and I think there are other receivers who would be better in that role next to Kyle Pitts in the, in the NFL, but I think London will be the pick. At number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. Man, I don't know who they're going to pick. Um, I've seen Derek Stingley mock to them a lot. I think they can go with Malik Willis. This is the team that I would be okay uh, picking Malik Willis. I think he fits really well in their system. Um, and I think he could sit year one. They've got a lot of receiving talent with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Um, I think this is a team, um, picking in the top 10, who could be a solid fit for Malik Willis. But they seem to like Drew Locke a lot. I mean, every time they talk about Drew Locke, they just rave about how good he is. So I don't think they're going to take Malik Willis. Um, I think instead... They're going to take either Derek Stingley, and a name I've heard recently is Trevor Penning, but I think they're going to take Derek Stingley Jr. and cornerback out of LSU. Maybe they go with someone like um, Trent McDuffie, another corner, who, who's really, really good. Um, I'm not so, so sure they do that. I think they're going to go with Derek Stingley Jr., who is just an excellent cornerback. I know that there's this narrative that he hasn't been good in the last two years, and I don't think that's necessarily true. The injuries are scary with him. And I think they, 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 that those injuries that he suffered over the last two years have potentially negatively impacted his athleticism. His RES score was a little bit lower than I anticipated. And I thought his combine or his pro day performance would be just a little bit better than it was. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing in my opinion. But his film is excellent. His film every single year is really good. I really don't care what people are saying, what the narrative is. I thought his film in 2021 was really good. I thought it was cleaner than it was in 2019. And I know that his, his production was elite in 2019, but he was still raw at that point, which makes sense. Like He was an 18-year-old starting in the SEC, um, starting for one of the best defenses in the country, asked into a time. On that defense. He was a little bit raw at that point. But I thought his film was cleaner. Um, in 2021. He's athletic. He's a super fluid athlete. He can play press. He can play zone. He's a stud. I just think you've got to get comfortable with his injury history. And if you are. I think this would be an excellent pick for the Seattle Seahawks. If Stingley hits. He has a chance to be a really really good corner in the NFL. And I think he's the pick for them. At number 10, we have the Jets coming back on the board. They have two top 10 picks. 
They picked Ika Mukwanu at number four earlier in this situation. And here, I think they're, they are going to either take a, an edge rusher like Jermaine Johnson or a receiver. I've, I've seen Jamison Williams connected to them a lot. And because of that, I'm going to go with him there. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think it, it's smart for them to go with a tackle and a receiver here, trying to get trying to get um, Zach Wilson as much help as humanly possible. Try to give, I think they need to try to give him the best chance to succeed. And I think the way to do that is by giving him a, another another pass blocker and a, and a pass catcher. And I think Jamison Williams um, will be a good fit here. His speed combined with Wilson's ability to make plays outside of the pocket would be extremely dangerous. I like Jamison Williams a lot. Um, I think his, his speed is game-breaking. I think he's a good route runner. Um, I, I just think he is going to be a really good football player in the NFL. Um, I'm a sucker for for speedy receivers who are good route runners, and he is that. So I think he would be a good pick for the uh, New York Jets. I think Garrett Wilson could also be considered here. I think he would be a good fit. Um, the one issue... I have with Wilson there with the Jets is that I think they need a receiver who's not like um, who who's not in that kind of smaller small who's not in that kind of mold of like a small receiver who's a good at who's a, 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 a who has good long speed and is a really good route runner kind of like Elijah Moore is. I think they need to get somebody different than that. Like, I think Drake London would be a really good fit with the Jets if he's still available here. Um, and I think that Jamison Williams just gives you some more juice and gives you something different than um, Elijah Moore does. So I think that will be a great fit. And that pretty much wraps up the top 10 um, and what I expect to happen with the top 10 picks in the 2022 NFL Draft. I'm extremely excited for the draft. I'm excited to, I'm excited to see what will happen on Thursday night. Um, it's really unpredictable. This is one of the more unpredictable drafts in recent memory. I really don't know what to expect. Um, and that's what makes it so exciting, in my opinion. But yeah, that's all I have for y'all today. If you want to see more content from me, check out my website at thewiresports.com. Check out my YouTube channel uh, at The Wire. Check out my TikTok, The Wire Sports. Um, you, and you can check out this podcast on all platforms like Spotify and Apple and Apple Podcasts at The Wire Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.